welcome back to Five Movie Madness, the podcast that's not going to let you know where the pod, where the movies are, but when they are. <gasps> I'm your host this week, Corey, and with me I have Matt. You ditched Napoleon. Nice. And Joe. It's weird to not be hosting. <laughs> it's so weird to be hosting. Uh, if you've listened to any of our products in the past, you know that this is a stray from normalcy usually joe's the host but mixing it up yeah for fm squared we've decided to mix it up and uh, rotate hosts each week and uh i pulled the straw for today and um today's movies will be time travel movies if you couldn't get that from our intros but first they would have gotten nothing from mine they would have gotten nothing from yours but matt's especially would have been kind of a good one deep cut yeah I, I got it. Good. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I also know what movie it's from. <laughs> Does it make the list? That's the question. That's the question. Is it on my shirt? Yes. It is. <laughs> oh, that's appropriate. <laughs> nice. Nailed it. Keeping that tradition going. I like that. Thank you. I have a Wild Stallion shirt. God damn ah, it. I kind of want a Wild Stallion shirt now. Could have had such synergy, guys. It's purple, too. Oh, damn. That's yeah. a good shirt. All right. Now we're moving into everybody's favorite segment. What have we been watching? Joe? What have I been watching? Oh, oh crap! First. I forgot. Oh, I'm yeah. not used to this. Uh, no, I watched, watched Ghostbusters. Nice. nice. It was the girlfriend's birthday. She picked that. It's Did Halloween season, so yeah. The original, right? Oh, of course. Okay. Yeah. Let's not get crazy. Although I have seen Ghostbusters two more than I've seen the first one, because Comedy Central played two all the time. It really did, while. didn't it? Yeah. I saw two before I saw one. I also I saw two before I saw two. one. Yeah. I think when we were kids, two had just come out, right? Because it two... came out in ninety. Okay, yeah. So, I think it came out in 90. So it was more relevant to our age bracket than one was, I, I guess. I have a vivid memory of one of my birthdays. My parents took me to Sesame Place. Okay. And we stayed in a hotel, and that was the movie playing in the hotel room the night before we went to Sesame Place. Nice. And I got a toy fire truck. I was so excited. <laughs> Memories. It's a, it's a good day. It was a great day. It's a good day to be met. 16th birthday. It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah. I don't know what birthday it was. <laughs> Hopefully not 16. For real. Could be. So Ghostbusters is great still. In, yes. case, in case anyone out there... Wasn't sure? Wasn't sure or was worried. It's still good. Holds up. It does hold up. Except for the... Well, I mean, the CGI is bad, but oh. it's what they had. And they didn't They didn't go over the top with it. It looks better than the all-female remake CGI. I haven't seen that one. I've. The only thing that really, to me, looks good about that movie is... The one go the one ghost that's in the original, the green one. Um, Slimer, Slimer, Ecto Cooler himself. Yeah, uh, he looks great in the original too. Though, like, yeah, I, I have no issue. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how they did that one, but hmm. good for them. That's a movie that I could delete due to Corona. Yeah, the, the original Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters three. Oh, yeah, the at like the actual with the original cast. Oh yeah, right. They were coming back to yep. make one. Yeah. I forgot about that. The kid from uh, Stranger Things is in it. So is uh, the older. Um, Hopper, isn't he in it as well? We're not talking about the yeah, Paul Rudd one, right? There's no. like an original cast Ghostbusters. Yeah. Yep. Okay, so there's two Ghostbusters movies coming out soonish. Yeah. Well, well, I think Paul Rudd's in that one, isn't he? I think he gets the band back together, so to speak. Okay, so it is. All right, so yeah. this is the one I'm thinking yeah. of. Well, I mean, I'm sure part of this is going to also be. Didn't um the original writer die? Harold Ramis died. Harold Ramis, yeah. yeah. I don't think he wrote it. I think him and uh, Dan Aykroyd Dan wrote, wrote it. Oh, yeah. Dan Aykroyd wrote yeah. it, wrote it uh, uh, solely? 
Yeah, they wrote the. Uh, they both wrote the uh, initial one. Of Tower Grammys had input. I yeah, think so yeah, I, I thought th- so. I think it said so in the credits, and I was like, oh, it's both of them. So that's, they, cool. that's a, there's a good um, it's on Netflix. It's uh, how this was made or oh they, yeah, they have a whole Ghostbusters uh episode. Yeah, that was a good that was a good episode. There's a Ghost didn't have the rights to the name Ghostbusters. It belonged to like a British TV show, and they were trying to it's acquire Busters the of Ghosts. And so they had a different name, which I, I forgot. Like go. I, for lack of a better term, I'm going to say ghost bangers. Ghost objectors. <laughs> so they were filming a scene with the crowd, and the crowd's chanting Ghostbusters. So then they reshot it as <laughs> Badly ghost, dubbed. ghost bangers, just so they could have two takes of it. And it was like one of the first scenes they shot. And then I think Dan Aykroyd went over to like the studio head and was like, we're not fucking doing this. This is taking way too long. So they, he said, get the rights to it. Otherwise, we're just, uh, we can't release it. <laughs> So they just stuck with Ghostbusters. Yeah. Imagine they shot every single scene twice where they mentioned the name Ghostbusters. And then Ghost whatever it that was. That was the plan yeah. until they could get the rights. That's, that, that's, yeah, that's crazy. Good thing yeah. they nipped that in the bud scene. For sure. And the other thing I watched, I watched a movie called Murder by Death. I think it might have been like one of the first spoof movies. It's from that's either 76 or 78. Truman Capote. Yeah, Truman Capote. I've seen that. I actually own that on DVD. Okay. Yeah. I'm surprised. All right. I, are you really? It's like... A little bit. Okay. I'm always a little bit surprised. They, like, they make fun of like Charlie Chan and uh, yeah, it's five yep. famous fictional detectives. I watched it because I remember I got it at Fye for like a dollar. That sounds exactly like something you would have done. And the reason was, um, I think I was doing research on the, I was drunk on Clue the movie. Yeah, uh, it, we searched for Clue, and that popped up yeah. as, like, recommended by... Because mm-hmm. we were going to watch Clue initially. Right. But then she's like, go to Murder by Death. It's, uh... The rest is history. Not as good as Clue, but no. it's, it's funny, though. I, it is. I liked it. The, I the guy it. spoofing Charlie Chan is the funniest character yes. in the movie. To check this out. It's on Amazon? Uh, I had to, No, you have to rent it. Okay. It's not, like, on it. Prime. Okay. But it was worth the, the two ninety nine dollars I planned for it, because you don't get the HD on a movie made in the 70s. No. It's just standard definition is fine. That was good. That's what I've been watching. What else? Who's next? Matt? So, I let you both know in our group chat, I watched both, um, Unfriended movies. Oh, yeah. yeah yep. So, Unfriended. So, I love the first Unfriended because of how bad it is. I just enjoy watching it. I laugh, I laugh, I laugh. It's such a stupid premise. It's what they were going for, I'm sure. They're fa- it's If you don't know what the movie is, it's five friends that are FaceTiming and... Um, oh, it's like searching but bad. One of their yeah, one okay. of their friends uh, committed suicide a year earlier, and um, it's it's like the anniversary. So some random person joins their face chat, and there's no picture or whatever, and it's like the name's like Billy two two seven or something, and it turns out to be her ghost. Oh uh, okay. And she's like making them reveal things about themselves, and if you log off, you die. She'll kill you. It's she's. Spoil! I'm spoiling the crap out of this. No, I was gonna watch it. Still I still it. am, I'm but still, yeah, I'm still also gonna watch it. <laughs> She's picking them off one by one in like like random yeah. like different ways, and like the teens are like yelling at each other and shit. And one of them like boyfriend and girlfriend, and they're planning on having sex for the first time <gasps> on prom night. And then the ghost makes. Don't a you play. dare log off. The co- the ghost makes a play. <laughs> Never have I ever. And it c- comes out that she had sex with the guy guy's best friend, who's also on the chat. And, like, they're all, like, yelling oh, about it, and the guy's, like, no. freaking out. And then she's, like, uh, the girl's name is Blair. She's, like, Mitch, don't worry, honey. It only lasted, like, a second anyway. And the guy that she has sex with Adam goes, oh, fuck you, Blair. 
Oh, it killed me. It's so, so stupid. So the second one I've never seen before. I didn't even know they made one. It's called Dark Web. And they go from the supernatural... Oh, yeah. I, re I remember actually hearing about that one. They go from the supernatural side to a more serious side where a guy finds a computer in the Lost and Found and it's better than his actual one. So he logs on for game night with his friends and it's uh, a computer somebody on the dark web uses to commit like crimes and... It's like a whole thing. It was actually like pretty compelling. Oh. I wouldn't call it good. It was just like interesting. And I was watching it with my wife and I kept like commenting on it. Like, like, oh, don't open that video. Like, what the hell are you doing? She's like, wow, you're like really into this. I'm like, I guess I am. <laughs> <laughs> so it's weird. The first one got like over 60 on Rotten Tomatoes and this one got a 52. That's crazy. I know. They both cost a million dollars to make. The first one grossed 65 million and the second one only grossed like 14. But I mean, that's still a great return million. of investment. Wow. Yeah. People see anything. I guess. Real. But, like, yeah. So those two I watched. I finished Bly Manor. Uh, I don't know how far you got in it, Corey. Oh, we'll find out in a second, won't we? All right. Um, <gasps> all right, then let's – we'll talk about it. Just tell me how far you got because I don't want to, like – Five. Okay. Do you like it yet? No. Okay. <laughs> and, I'll tell, and I'll tell you why. Is that, is that you? Um – yeah. Okay. So the big thing that I've been watching, um, for the most part, has been the Haunting of Bly Manor. It's right. about the only thing that's unique enough for me to talk about. I've watched a bunch of other movies. I've been watching Criminal Minds with my wife, um, while I'm working, and don't, don't say movie? that here. The fuck movie? Don't know. Yeah. Oh, um, The Mandalorian came out today. Oh crap! That? I forgot yeah. about so that. So I watched. I watched the episode of The Mandalorian today I as well. Tomorrow. Um. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 6, like the last final season, dropped on Netflix today as well. The last, the last final season. Is that the, like the subtitle of the season? No, the but like I thought season. I thought the last season was the last, like the one that was up, I thought that was the last season. So when like this came out, I was like, there's a, uh, there's a last final season and it's just stuck in my head now. But it wrapped up so nicely. It didn't wrap up perfectly, but it was like, it wrapped up well enough. Where I have it was, no like, idea what happened, so I'll take that's, your word for it. If like this is how the show ended... Okay, it's wide open, but it's a spy thing, so it's fine. Um, the big thing I've been watching is Bly Banner. And I think the story is okay. I think that there are some interesting threads that they might be pulling on. But I think I know what the situation is. And they actually showed me. They, they actually confirmed confirmed it to me. Like, every time the, uh, the little girl's, like, looking off into, like, the distant the middle distance, like, over her shoulder. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, well, she's clearly seeing a ghost. And at one point, they, like, keep her back so that the ghost can walk by without, like, seeing her for some reason. And I don't know what that's all about. Um, there's definitely, like, the the dude who played the druggie in season one is clearly dead and haunting the property as well. I doubt he's alive. It doesn't seem like he's alive. I it's, uh... but we'll see. I I don't know. I think that everybody's there is has been dead for a while too. I think we're gonna that's gonna Everybody? be potentially. Okay. I have all the answers, but I won't tell. Do you? No. No. Okay. I don't know what you're talking um, about. I think the reason that this season is not nearly as compelling as Hill House is that it's all taking place at one central location, so it's like it it seems more like a traditional haunted house story whereas haunting a hill house like the ghosts are literally following them around through their regular lives this for is 30 not, years not a spoiler 
this is one of the reasons why this is not as good as the first season. And if I had to stone it, I would. I'm struggling to get the three. Wow. Okay. Um, it's not scary. It's not at all. Not you, not you're once. waiting for it to get there. Yeah. And, just, and like the the Hill House, like I don't get scared watching stuff anymore. I can get creeped out. I can mm-hmm. get unsettled. I can get unnerved. But I don't get scared. Hill House had some jump scares in it, and there was like some cool twists and yeah. stuff. And it was pretty. It was like it was fun. The this whole is just, like draggy man, and the story's kind of compelling. Yeah. The acting's good. Yeah, of course. So like you, you, you want to get there, but, but it's, like, it, it hasn't gotten there yet. Nah. And I'm at like, and I'm at episode five of eight or five of nine, five whatever. Of nine. And I'm like, done. if it's not there yet, it's not getting there. And again, to compare it to, and I, I guess it's clearly not a fair comparison, but to compare it to Hill House, season five of Hill House was the Bent Neck Lady episode. episode. Five. Episode five was the Bent Neck Lady episode, and that was game changing. Yeah. It was a game changing, ep- like totally moment in like the heart in like the paranormal genre for me and i haven't gotten any of that in this and i've there's not and i I mean i'm not paying attention but there's not as many like hidden ghosts that are like there that like you kind of like catch a glimpse of i don't feel unnerved nice like the entirety the entire time i watched hill house i was on edge at no point was i like relaxed and calm every moment of that show i was like Oh god, something's about to happen. This sounds awful. But... Oh, I love it. It's the greatest feeling in the <laughs> world if you for me. Disagree. Like horror, <laughs> if you like this stuff, yeah. fair enough. What I will say, like, just as a comparison, True Detective season one was amazing. Yep. Season two was terrible. Yep. Season three was back to amazing. Hopefully, season three of Hill House will haunt yeah, yeah. And I can't get over the fact that Henry Thomas is in this. That's fucking. Um, Who is that? That's Elliot from ET, man. All grown up, and it's yeah. weird. Oh, he's in the first season, then. Yeah, too. well, they're all in them. Yeah, no, yeah. no, you're right. And I didn't really. I now that <laughs> the fact that you say that, yeah, I now see it in his face. Uh huh. But I did not realize it during Haunting a Hill House. It's like he made nothing from ET to Hill House. <laughs> it seems like to me. Yeah. Um, and while we were eating dinner tonight, my father-in-law turned on Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the movie, not the television okay. show. Okay. And Paul Rubens. Yeah. That thing is fucking star-studded. You don't realize it, but it's star-studded. Ben Affleck is in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hilary Swank's in it. The only, like, wild non-major actor is Buffy. Buffy. Right? <laughs> Everybody else went on to have, like, major, major careers. Yeah. But at one point, they're, like, at the basketball game, and Ben Affleck is on, like, the opposing team, and he's, like, handing the basketball over. I'm like, is that? That's Ben Affleck. Is this his first movie role ever? Like, what the fuck? Ben worked back in the day. Did yeah. you have to do Voyage of the Mimi in high school or middle school rather? It was no. a science unit. Mm-hmm. It was like an oceanography unit. Well, it's you watch a video and it's Captain Granville and his crew go on this. Uh... Tell me, it's Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck's a little kid. That's nice. phenomenal. Yeah, <laughs> it is phenomenal. It's so good. Um, he started young. Sorry. Oh, he started yelling. Yeah. I thought you said uh, you started yelling. You started. Ye- you're always you're yelling all the time, Corey. I'm fucking excited. No, that's all good. Right. Bring it. Let's do it, Corey. So that's... Use it. I'm just making sure that's it for me. Which it is. And that's what we've been watching. Nice. I've been waiting to do that. Does it feel good? It felt great. So now we move on to the five part of Five Movie Madness and how this is going to work. We have picked a topic. We have decided on our movies independently of one another. And we are going to go around one by one and reveal them from five leading all the way up to our number one time travel movies the way that we do this is not as arbitrary as you may think we are going we are gentlemen after all and we'll be going in a clockwise order 
meaning that Matt goes first. I mean, they can't tell if, if it's a clockwise or counterclockwise. They can't, but they can trust me. I've got a trustworthy voice, right? Just like uh, Jonah Hill is from what I heard from an email. Oh, yeah. So this was tough. I had a 31 movies I wrote down. The way I do this is once we settle on a topic, I write down all the ones I've seen that I can think of pertaining to that topic. And then I go on the internet and I see if I've missed anything. And then I'll rewatch a couple. Um, I rewatched uh, two Heading into this, just because I wanted to. Not because Will you reveal which ones? Sure, I rewatched number five. Okay. And this was a struggle, man. I had this one at number one at one point. Jesus. And then I had it off my list at one point. Okay. And then it's right, right, right back. I don't in. think I know your number five anymore. Yeah. yeah, no, me neither. And we might table this one, but my number five is Avengers Endgame. Table it. Table. Okay. Okay. I yeah. Reasons. That's fair. <laughs> I'm just I'm taken aback by how wrong I was on your number five. <laughs> yeah. Same. Maybe it's a bubble. Who knows? For those at home, table that. We're just going to talk about it once it's the lowest remaining one on one of our lists. Highest remaining. Well, lowest or highest, depending on, on how you yeah. look at it. I guess Furthest so. to the show. <laughs> one is lower than five. Oh, yeah, but it's ranked <laughs> higher. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it's, it's semantics. semantics. Yeah, but I'm yeah. counting down. Yeah. Okay. I'm counting up. <laughs> Fair enough. I'll just do my number five. Yeah, please. I'll get this over with. Uh, my number five is Deadpool 2. Wow, that's my number five. Nice. Not on my list. Didn't think so. Yep, that is my I number love five. That movie, Actually, though. I'm surprised that Corey has it over you. If like, if I had to pick one of the two of you, I thought you would. I like it a lot. It is. It's great. This is one of the ones I did rewatch for this episode. Very good. I've, I've seen this movie, I think, three times. I watched the super duper cut. Actually, surprisingly, not as good as the original cut of the movie. It's got weird disjointed scenes in not. there. Yeah. I don't know why I keep falling for it. Because they cut stuff for reasons, right? Yeah. Usually it's the most optimal form of the movie, but I digress. Deadpool 2 is great. The time travel is not a huge part of the movie, which is why I put it at number five, even though I enjoy this movie a whole bunch. See, I disagree with you there. I think it's I think it's the most important piece of the movie. It is a important piece yeah. of the movie. The reason it doesn't it's not, make it's not the list. main focus. I like Deadpool sure. 2 a lot. I had to see the list on the internet and be like, oh yeah, there's time travel in that. That's not the takeaway you get from the movie. Fair. No, but any chance I get to put Deadpool 2 on a list, I'm going to take it. Sure. I feel like the movie is criminally underrated, although lots of people think it's good. So, I think it's yeah. better than the first one. I think that's I, the I thing. I, I think that a majority of people don't think it's better than the first one, and that's why it's criminally underrated, because yeah, yeah. realistically speaking, it's a better movie. It's not as one-note. I mean, you're playing on heartstrings yeah. in some spots. They're both great movies. I just think 2 is the edge, but I guess... Specifically talking about, too, I mean, obviously we get Cable with the whole time travel thing, which is great. And a good Cable. Yeah, Josh Brolin. Yeah, Josh Brolin kills it in his role. in comic book roles. Sure is. At least two. He's batting a thousand as far as I can tell. Is he a third one? He doesn't have a third comic role yet, right? Not that I can think of, yeah. He might, but I just don't know what it is off the top of my head. Goonies comic. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, you take the the winning formula from Deadpool 1, Ryan Reynolds amazing, Marina Bakarin amazing also and then you add in josh brolin you introduce zazie beats as like a mainstream film star she's great in this you get all the banter you get all the banter you could ever want without it being yeah yeah, like being what the movie like identifies as i feel like deadpool one is for as great as it is it its identity is banter is quibby little one-liners and sarcasm which is deadpool to an extent i i don't yeah, disagree with that this one but... has more of a heart to it yeah it's got a little it's a complete it's... story yeah it's got a little more you know 
Je ne sais quoi. Also Juggernaut. Spoiler. Yeah, that's great. Oh, yeah. That so was good. That scene, like, when we first see Juggernaut, is phenomenal. Oh, my God, you're my favorite. I'm, I'm your biggest fan. I'm going to rip you in half. That's such a Juggernaut thing to say. And then he does it. It's like, yes, that's exactly right. We got Juggernaut v. Colossus. Giant CGI battle incoming. <laughs> best Colossus we ever get. Oh, yeah, by far. Easily. It's also one of the best... Like, mutant battles, I, I feel like we get... It, I love that fight scene. It's, it's up there, for sure. Yeah, I can't think of too many that I would put above that. Where it's like mutant v mutant, v mutant I should say. This is awkward. I guess we're skipping Corey's five. Yeah, we're, we're going to go. I mean, All right. yeah, that's why we spent a couple extra minutes on yeah, it. Yeah, that's true. Matt's number four. It's a very chalky pick. We might be tabling this one also. But I think it's the movie you think of when you think of time travel movies. And that's Back to the Future. Table it. Table it. All right. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> what's really... coming? Joe, what's your number four? My number four is a table from earlier, Avengers Endgame. Fuck, table it. Okay. All right. And I and I fucked up, guys. Um, Back to the Future is my number four. Okay. Table it. But we're still tabling yeah, yeah. it anyways. Yeah, so we can talk about it now. No, we can't. No, we can't because it's still table, tabled. Table it again for me. Oh, oh, Retable. Oh, oh wait, yeah. so we have, we have commonality on... Two so far. Yeah, and well, you said three actually. Yeah. Every movie we pick, we have commonality. That's this is not going to be the case going forward. Actually, it might. Be. You don't it, know that. <laughs> you don't gonna, know what we have. Yeah, it might have to be though. So wait, where are we at right now? Uh, your Matt's number, number three. My three, because we're skipping your. We tabled four. a whole bunch. Yes. Okay. okay. This is going to be a shorter episode than we thought. For real. My number three. I don't think you guys are going to have, but you might have another one in the franchise, and that is Terminator. Wait, the first one or the second one? The first one. So what are we doing? The second this... one will be Terminator too. That's my number three. So I'm going to original about... Terminator. Yeah, the original Terminator is my number three. Really? Yeah. <laughs> what are we doing about other movies in the within the franchise? <laughs> what do you mean? You, if you, it's on your list, you can only talk if it's about Terminator it. One. Only if it's Terminator yeah, One. Yeah. yeah. Okay. If it's T Two, yeah. we'll talk about it later. Good. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Okay. Terminator, the first one. It's also your number three. Also my number three. Excellent movie. All right, it's a great movie. Yeah. I feel people. It gets overshadowed by the second one a lot. I feel that too. I like it better. I, I, I'm torn. That's All fair. Right? And I knew somebody was gonna have Terminator Two, and I wanted both of them to be represented, but I wasn't gonna put both of them in my top five. I think that's a very fair point. Um, yeah. Terminator One does does get the short end of the stick because of how good Terminator Two is. But it started everything. It did. It did start everything. And the time travel in the first Terminator is more critical than the second Terminator, also. Because oh yeah, it saves human existence. E- exactly, yeah. like, like that's the whole point. It's the creation of John Connor. We yeah, find that out like later on. The the time travel exists in two, but that's strictly to. It's just two things coming back in time. Like there's no like substance to it after the fact. Like in the future. Like I understand it's still important. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I the first the first Terminators is yeah. outstanding. It's a, but even classic. police station scene, yeah. club scene. We also take into consideration the fact that. Beyond the creation of John Connor, the leaving the arm of, is it a T one thousand? I think it's a T one thousand or T one hundred. I don't remember. T one hundred. That's a calculator. I feel like one of them is a calculator. T eight hundred. Might be. Could be T eight hundred. I think T eight T one thousand is the second movie. Is the liquid? Yeah. Yes. So it's a T eight hundred. I think. Fair enough. That's not, I, I'll you know I'll Google it. Dozens yeah. of people email complaints. Yeah. <laughs> Would we either can way. Hope. So on top of the fact that it creates John Connor, the fact that the arm gets left behind and not crushed into oblivion is what sparks Skynet's creation in the first place. Yeah. Which you find out in T two, of course. But I mean, again, you're right. There's a, a lot of substance to 
what ha- like why the time travel is important. His best friend, John Connor's best friend in the future, goes back to make sure John Connor gets created, but he's actually creating John Connor because he's his dad. Yeah, but John Connor knows that going yep. into it. <laughs> does but, he know that going in? I don't know if that's confirmed I don't later think he on does. in the series. It is confirmed is later on. I haven't seen Lane. Beyond 2 except for Dark Fate. So, I mean... I'm, I've seen them. They're all blend together. There's only two good ones. Yeah. <laughs> that's... It. One and two. That's yeah, it. Terminator Salvation, they they go into this a lot. Also, it is the T-800. Okay. T-8, okay. Nailed it. Yep. Beautiful. All right, Joe, so your number three is done. Yep. Moving right, right along to yeah. Corey's number three. Corey, you get to talk about movies pretty soon. Hopefully. Maybe. Maybe. We'll see what happens <laughs> we'll here. My number three is table. Avengers Endgame. Okay, yeah, no one can table that from here on out. Okay. Right, because it's 5-4? Yeah. Yeah, three. Yeah, three. So, yeah. Okay. Congrats. So, Avengers Endgame. Um... I'm surprised you have it on your list. It was a last minute, yeah, last minute ad, and that's where it deserved to fall. Because I know you have a lot of problems with the time travel at the end of the movie. I have all of the problems with the time travel that exist, and it's solely at the end of the movie. So it is what it is. I have to just accept that that's a choice that they made. But the other time travel, the actual time heist itself, is fucking cool. The reason I have it as my number five is because to truly appreciate it, you kind of have to see, like, all the movies leading up to it. Like, if... That's a very good point. If, uh... Your friend goes, I want to watch a time travel movie. Oh, Avengers Endgame. I've never seen any of them. Like, oh, then you can't watch them. Like, that's that's the whole thing. So, But it's really good. The time travel aspect is great. The heist... It is a heist movie in time. It's kind of rare i feel i can't think of another one off the top of my head i can't and... think yeah time heist is a not well explored subgenre. yeah for real it uh, could have gone so wrong and they just nailed it perfectly and even the, the the pairings they pick to do the heist itself it's uh yeah really good that movie then it's sticks with you yeah it does it's a it, phenomenal movie it's it's great i it, mean it's the best it's the best in my opinion the best three plus hour movie ever made it's one of the ones i rewatched for this list nice. that's fair yeah those three hours just breeze by yeah oh, it's so fast yeah. you're like was this two two hours two hours ten minutes something like that i saw four times in theaters i may i don't know exactly how many times i've seen it i saw it in theaters but it's somewhere between three and five i'm not really sure exactly the second I time remember. i saw it i had to go to the bathroom halfway through and i just forgot because it was so engrossing i was like because i'm holding this for 90 more minutes yeah right an entire movie you had to go to the bathroom for an entire yeah. movie Think about it like that too. I do every 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 day. <laughs> every time I think about it, <laughs> I'm also really interested to see how. I, I think one of the reasons that it it comes up so high on my list is because it opens up a whole world of possibilities that we are already hearing rumors about coming to fruition. So I made a prediction with um somebody of my some some friends of mine about like they they've Sony's confirmed the Spider Verse. Or MCU has confirmed that they're going to do a Spider-Verse movie. I'm so worried about this. Sure. But what I'm saying, what my prediction is, is that this time heist is what causes this multiverse to happen in the first place. Uh, Yeah. So, like, the Sorcerer Supreme, like, throws, like, in, uh, in Endgame, like, shows the passage of time with, like, the Infinity Stones going around it. Every time they come out, like, an off branch happens, and then it ends when you put it back. But what if it doesn't? And that's what causes the multiverse to come into existence and 
end up needing to crash back into the one true time zone. Well, there's definitely branches, right? Because yeah. Well, the whole point is that like if something goes terribly wrong after you take a stone out, it goes that way. If the stone comes back at that exact moment, that time goes away. Well, we have two for sure then known branches, right? Because you have Old Man Cap, it's got to be a branch. And then you have uh, Loki with the Tesseract because he just pieces out. You can't bring that one back. Correct. And there's... And there's... Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. That's actually a... Yeah. bigger problem yep. well, it's not a problem it's just a separate timeline so yeah. we can have a whole slew of loki content going yeah. forward but there's we, also we will yeah <laughs> but there's also six time branches that break off because of every infinity stone and even if they went back to the exact moment they got taken you can have more than six yeah, a, yeah no no i know at that least six yeah what i'm saying is there's at least six plus the two that you just mentioned so at least eight so the possibilities that, that they crazy the possibilities that they create by something as simple as what seemed like uh, an innocent enough conversation between the Sorcerer Supreme and Bruce Banner. Bruce Banner might be the thread that they use to make the neck, the whole next series, an arc of the MCU, which is a an, a pretty brilliant play. And they bring us X Men. God, I hope so. Yeah. One of the um, branches can bring you X Men. I need exactly. that. I need that so bad. That same branch can bring Fantastic Four. Like, there's a lot of things that. <sighs> yes. I, I want a good Fantastic Four. I'd love for them to make a good Fantastic Four. I would love for them too. I don't know if it's possible. They don't need we'll their own movie. Out. They could just be in other movies. I don't care. But yeah. they need to exist well. All right. Yeah. We'll find out. I digress. Yeah. So Avengers Endgame. It's it's great choice. Great choice. Everyone. I can't believe how many overlaps we have oh, so yeah. far. This is wild. It may four, continue. What was, what was your number four? My number four was Back to the Future. Okay. Do you need anything else filled in for me? Or are you good? You had Deadpool two, Endgame, and Terminator. Yep. So we're up to my number two. We are up to your number yeah. two. Right. Time flies. Let's see if you guys have... <laughs> uh, unintentional pun. Let's see if you guys have this one. My number two time travel movie is Looper. Uh, no, Bubble. It bubbled for me. Almost bubbled for me. Looper is phenomenal. Oh, it's, it's so movie. good. Yeah. I saw that movie the first time I was... I had a healthy buzz going on, and it was a great time. Then I like watched it for real, and it's still a great time. What a concept. Having time travel being already established as an existing thing. It's used by the mob to eliminate hitmen once their loop is completed. And they get to live a a pretty, um, I guess, affluent lifestyle because they're getting all this money. Can't spend it when you're dead. And that's, that's it. And it's um, Joseph, Joseph Gordon-Lovett does a great job. It's like the last good Bruce Willis movie because he's made some crap yeah. <laughs> since. And uh, he does a really good job with it. Donald Gleason in that? Is he the friend or yeah, somebody else? Yeah, I think else? he's the... Isn't... No, it's the friend is um, Paul Dano. Oh, yeah. Okay, right. I actually get them confused from time to time. I just did. Yeah. The, well, Jeff Daniels' son, I don't know who plays him, but is that Donald Gleason? It might not be. I'm not sure. He's, he's the one with the with the abilities that he moves stuff. That's the, the kid, right? Yeah, yeah. He's. You think the kid is Donald? No, 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 no. no. The, it's Joseph Gordon-Levitt's friend. Yeah, that's Paul Dano. That's Paul. Okay, Dano. that's Paul Dano. Okay, yes. yeah, yeah. It's a phenomenal movie, action packed. Ryan Johnson was the director for this one, which actually gave me hope for his Star Wars, but turned out not to be the case. But he bounced back a few times out. He's a good director. We expect good things from. They're him. all good, baby. Ryan Ryan Johnson, <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, I, I loved it. Um, originally, it, it on all three drafts of my list, it made it all three times, and um, I was just... I was kind of worried you were going to up your list, and I was like, I didn't hear Looper yet. What's happening? <laughs> I was actually trying to figure out where I could put Looper on my list. A lot, a lot of the 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 list I threw away 
were because I either couldn't fit Looper on my list or I couldn't be happy with where I put it on my list, and I'm glad it made a list. A couple versions of mine ended up with Looper at five. It's <laughs> it's great, man, and you can. It's a very franchisable concept. I'm almost happy it's like a standalone though. But if they do come up with a good idea and they can get um. I don't know, some common characters in there because this is a time travel movie. You can start at any any point, right? Yeah, and, uh, that's true. Still, uh, still continue the story, but uh, yeah, Looper, man, that was a surprise hit for me. And um, yeah, you lent it to me, and I also enjoyed it quite a bit. That's my number two. I forgot nice. I lent it to you. Yeah. All right, Joe, what's your number two? My number two, I believe, was a table from earlier, Back to the Future. Yes. Yep. We can talk about it. Assuming no one has it at one. All right. And we can talk about it. No, we had continuity. Yeah, Back to the Future. That's his four. It's my four. Oh right, yeah, yeah. So, um, what can I say about Back to the Future that you don't already know? Listening to this, it did. No, it definitely came out after Terminator. So Terminator is the OG time travel movie. Terminator is eighty four. Back to the Future is eighty five. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's actually way closer than I thought mm-hmm. for some reason. I thought it was eighty seven for some reason. Back to the Future. Yeah. Eighty five. Cool. Yeah, I think we I think we do this. Yeah, we do this. We do this every time we talk about it. You and me always think it's '87. I don't know why. Back to the Future. You're right. Yeah, you're right. I think I might be thinking Bill and Ted, which is not in the '80s at all. Is it? '89. Yeah, I think 89? it's '89. Okay. I think Bogus Journey is like '91 or '92. I, th- I think Excellent Adventure might be '90. Anyway, not important. Not it's not. We're talking Back to the, the Future. Back to the Future is an instant classic. I hadn't seen it in a while, and then we did the review on our other show, Zero's Talking Heroes, about it, and I was reminded about how great of a movie it was. I was engrossed. I could not stop watching it. The fact that they're back on, like, all three of them are on Netflix right now makes it really hard to scroll Netflix, because every time it comes up on whatever list, I just stop, and I have to take, like, 30 seconds to be like, no, you really can't watch Back to the Future again. Like, go watch something else. Watch something something new. new. (laughs) And exactly, like, it... The worst part about having some of, like, the best movies ever on Netflix... Is the constant temptation. It's like, it's, yeah. why would you go and keep searching? Like, I could spend... You want your comfort food sometimes. Yeah. I get it. It's it's risky. I love I love Back to the Future. What it's, can you say? Michael J. Fox does a phenomenal job. Christopher it's, Lloyd, also a phenomenal it's job. It's fun from start it to is. finish. Yeah. It's just a lot of fun. Um, Great score, too. The music yeah. in that's Oh, it's unbelievable. It's, it's like a top three for me, I guess. I love the music. Um, it's definitely one of the most iconic. Like, I don't think there's yeah. a person. It's a super quotable movie. It's quotable, yeah. I don't think sure. anybody hears the first, like, a bunch of the notes yeah. from like that, like, main song that kind of like pl- is played throughout and doesn't know immediately what that's for from. And when we came up with the topic, time travel movies, is that the first one you thought of? Yes, yes. that's what it was yep. for me. So, I mean, <laughs> should that have been number one? Like, I... <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe, but you know, when you when you dive in deeper. Joe, I think me and you are going to say number one. I'm kind of excited. I really hope we do. <laughs> I really hope you're number one. Now aren't now what I'm thinking it now might that be you now. Tease that. I, I really hope it is. All right. Oh, no. I'll be really surprised if you don't, to be honest with you. Yeah, that's fair. I'm really worried about what your number ones is now. I'm like, really excited about what our number ones are now. <laughs> oh, shit. Here we go. All right, Corey, up to you, man. What's your number Oh, Corey, one? I don't think it's what you think it is. Yeah. What's oh, your... that's good. Yeah. What's your number two? My number two is Palm Springs. I forgot... Kind of a little bit about Palm Springs, but I'm not surprised it made your list at all. I fucking love this movie. I know I overhyped it, and I'm sorry I did that. Um, it's all good. I I watched. I, that's one of the other ones. I think I, I said I watched what three or two, whatever I said. This was definitely a movie I rewatched, knowing that this was going to be a topic we had. I only watched it the one time. I wanted to watch it again to make sure it was as good as I thought it was the first time around, 
And it fucking is. Turns out, yes. Turns out, yes. As far as infinite time loop movies are concerned, I like the choices that they made to make this a unique infinite time loop. Every other infinite time loop movie I've ever watched, we are discovering with the lead character that they're in an infinite time loop. In this movie, we we are walking into it somewhere in the middle. We have yeah, no who, idea God how long... God knows how long it's been happening. Yeah, we have no idea. And that has created such an existential, even border on nihilistic outlook by the lead character. It's super interesting, yeah. Yeah, it's... It's, it's, it's like late Groundhog Day. Yeah. It's... it's For the cu- purpose of this time travel list, I have it higher than Groundhog Day because... They discover they're in the infinite time loop and they actually figure or she figures out why and then she figures a way out of it. Whereas Groundhog Day, it's 1000% unexplained. Correct. And I appreciate that aspect. Well, they don't figure out why they're in the time. They figure out that they're in it. So like... Look, she figures out the location and then she uses physics to solve it. And we're never told like what the deal with it is. We just know that it's It exists and they're not sure if it's going to work or not. Technically speaking, we're not sure if it works or not by the end of it, to some extent. Um, I think we're fairly sure. Based I guess on, so. Based on what they write yeah. in the movie. Yeah, I mean, Since sure. They come home on the 17th, or the yeah. 12th. Well, sure, we know they get yeah, to yeah. the next day, but we don't know if... <laughs> it just snowballs <laughs> It just snowballs. Like, we assume, Every but... time they blow up, they get to advance one day. Yeah. Would you want this to remain a standalone? Yes. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think that this movie... I don't see what else for... you do with it. Yeah. yeah well, I they kind of, with, um, what's his face? Uh... Oh, uh, J.K. Simmons. Yes, I was going to say J.K. Rowling. I'm like, that's not yeah, right. Yeah, J.K. Simmons. I mean, I would almost rather have a side story type movie. Like, if they're going to make a full another movie, I'd rather it just be this movie from his perspective from his perspective that's something they could do they could um... I, like that would be that would be more interesting and probably funnier in the long run to me than them doing a sequel of any type uh, but if you're not convinced that it's all resolved by the end of it then yeah that's you're right yeah i just like open end i just like the idea of things being open-ended sure um i think the relationship is incredible like the way that they build and grow as people through the fact that they're in this infinite time loop that synchronized dance routine <laughs> yeah that is great the synchronized dance routine um some of the little jokes that they they put in there for each other like happy like 900th nine not like 99th birthday dickhead or something like that at the bar yeah, yeah. i thought that was really funny because they've been there for forever it seems like yeah i, I fucking love this movie Right it shows you put it at number two. That's Very true. High. I knew it's it was going to be on yeah, there. Yeah, I had a feeling it was going to be on there too. It's, it's a fun one though. Now I think I know your number one. Because we'll find out. Well, we will find out. I'm very, very excited to learn everyone's number one besides mine because I know it. I mean, we're at that point in the show right we now are. where Matt's oh going to tell us what his number one movie is. I'm going to be disappointed if it's not the same. Same Z's. I think we just just say it on three. <laughs> All right. Ready? Or right, sure. One, one two. two Three. Edge, Edge of, of Tomorrow. tomorrow. Yep. yep. That's what I was. That's exactly what I was worried about. <laughs> this was what I was worried about. I thought you were gonna think Teen Titans. No, I was really worried for Edge of Tomorrow. It's great. This movie is outstanding. It's good. <laughs> it's amazing. It's solid. I did not have it on my original list, and then when really? I was, when I was talking with, with Tracy about it, mm-hmm. she goes, "Oh, uh, Edge of Tomorrow." I'm like, "Oh my god, 
This changes everything. Game changer. And then I watched it again. I'm like, this movie's phenomenal. Yeah. This the, is so good. The, the second we announced the topic, I was like, okay, so Edge of Tomorrow is number one. <laughs> what else? <laughs> I feel like we have a fair, slightly unpopular opinion. Like, a lot of people wouldn't put it at one. I certainly wouldn't I, I, put it on my I, list at all. Wait, so. well, oof. All right. <laughs> I didn't put it on my list at all. We yeah, know this, true. so... That's, that's fair, I guess. So, again, it's a time loop movie, but, the, again, the character discovers the time loop early on, and they use it to their advantage, which is very unique with the time loop movie. They're actually trying to have it a, a goal, an objective, yeah. and they're using the, the... this When he got the alien blood on him, Yeah, right? it turned him into... I forget the name of the alien. It's Alphas and Omegas, right? Isn't it? Like, uh, something like I think that. it's something else but i don't remember what it is but yeah so every time one of them dies the mother alien resets the day exactly and because the blood's and in their system it's tricked into thinking that he's one of them so when he dies the whole day resets which god it's such a cool concept such an interesting movie emily blunt is phenomenal in it she I'm is a, really good i have yep. a tom cruise bias he's my favorite actor and uh he's not mine but he's great in this <laughs> i love all of his movies man these are most of them so uh uh, he's super great in it and you have that again you have that unique aspect where he is in a time loop so you have all the funny tropes of realizing you're in this situation and then just how they use it to advance it and the unique aspect also that the aliens figure out something's up so they're trying to mess with them so it's not like they're doing this in secret so i don't know joe yeah it's also the, it's also the craziness that emily blunt's already been through it Yes. So she knows what he's going through. So every time, once he explains himself, she doesn't think he's crazy. And she's able to give him little pointers. That's a very interesting aspect of the movie, too. It, it's hard to explain. You just kind of have to see it and, like, be in the moment with it. And, uh, yeah, this was a surprise hit for me. It didn't do very well financially. It didn't. And it then is... they changed the, the name to Live, Die, Repeat, Repeat, which is just a mistake. Yes. It's... Way worse of a title. It's, it's Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah. Always and forever. It was released under Edge of Tomorrow, right? Yeah. Yes. And then for some reason they changed it to Live, Die, Repeat. I don't that know. That seems like a catchphrase for Edge of Tomorrow. Like, it should yeah, be, that should be Edge like of Tomorrow, tagline. colon, yeah, Live, the, Die, Repeat. That's the tagline Well, I remember when I was trying to buy it. I searched Edge of Tomorrow, and then Live, Die, Repeat came up, and it had Emily Blunt and Tom Cruise on the cover, and I'm like, did they make another movie? Like, Is this was, a sequel? Yeah, so then I had to put both in, and then there's th uh, threads on message boards about the name change, and what um, It's weird. What it's a have bad you. choice. It is. Oh, man. This is so much fun when, when, <laughs> when you're watching this. And, like, the, the way I did this, I, I feel the movies I had the most fun watching were Looper and Edge of Tomorrow, and that's why they're at the, both at the top of my list. That's Yeah, that's kind of how I feel about Edge of Tomorrow and Back to the Future. So, yeah. So much fun. All right, I'm glad. I'm glad we, glad we synced up like we yes. thought we would. All we're right. four out of wow. five. Nice. That's crazy. <laughs> this list is a little more chalky than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, there's a lot, yeah. Of, a lot more commonality than I thought there'd yeah. be. Yeah. Kind of makes me wish I went with my, like, off-the-wall list. So, anyways, my number one is uh, the other half of the good Terminator movies, Terminator oh, Two. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Um, I just I remember vividly being eleven, twelve, whatever age I was, and being at a friend's house and him turning this on and it changing my whole fucking life. I fell in love with this movie that day and I watched it. I probably watched it thirty, forty times that summer. I, wow. I rented okay. it from the library and just kept like re-upping it and auto just, renew yeah and i was like i love this movie i'll watch this movie over and over and i never got tired of it it's so so good it's everything that's good with the terminator with i guess a little more flair because they probably had a little bit of a bigger budget they could do they they had more creative freedom to do kind of crazier things with it 
it flushes out the story more. Um, Linda Hamilton is taking the fucking reins and being a badass chick doing some badass shit. And I loved that aspect of it. I, it's, I, so enjoyable the action holds up the effects hold up yeah yeah outside of, outside of the lightning but lightning doesn't look good in movies this doesn't until like maybe recently but maybe recently yeah. like i wouldn't even say that i've seen some bad lightning in movies yeah i knock it down a peg because edward furlong is really edward furlong's oh my he's, he's a little grating that's if <laughs> yeah. i had to say one bad yes. thing about t2 it's that yeah if you, it, it, he's easily hold on i just want to make sure i'm not saying anything yep nope he's easily the worst part of the movie which is ironic considering he is John Connor, so he should be like yeah. uh, the most pivotal piece of it. And this is this is this is uh, Sarah O'Connor's movie. Sarah O'Connor, no, Sarah, Sarah Connor. Connor. Yes, it's just Connor though. Connor, Sarah yeah. Connor, not yeah. Irish. Yeah, I said O'Connor for some reason. Yeah, Sarah Connor. It's a Sarah Connor movie, and I, as long as you look at it through that lens and you just kind of like. Was like it Connor or Connors? Oh crap! I'm having a weird Connor. Moment. It's one. Connor? It's singular. Okay, yeah, it's, it's definitely Connor. Connor. For whatever reason, I said O'Connor when I said that last time. I'm starting everything. The marketing for this movie was phenomenal. I wish I was born 10 years earlier because you saw Terminator. Oh, yeah. Arnold is the bad guy in Terminator. Terminator 2, they're marketing the movie where you have, oh, wow, this is young John Connor and this cop is going to save him from Arnold. And then you don't know that Arnold's actually going to be the good guy in this. And you have that scene in the hallway in the mall where they're like running at each other. And that must have been a real like holy shit moment in the theater. Like, if you're seeing this on opening night. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that probably blew your mind. That had to be a great theater experience. For sure. What? <laughs> uh, but yeah, great choice, Corey. Yeah. Yeah. Can't fault you. That's it's it. Super good. That's it. So we're not reviewing what our fives are total. We just go right into madness, right? Okay, if you want to run it down, we could. Uh, we, we could, yeah. I mean... That could be one of the things we put in the show. We're still we're still figuring out the formula. Sure. All right. So we are just going to repeat our list individually as a five to one, and then we'll uh, explain madness. So Matt, what are your movies from five to one? Number five, Avengers: Endgame. Number four, Back to the Future. Number three, Terminator. Number two, Looper. And number one, Edge of Tomorrow. My five were at number five, Deadpool 2, number four, Avengers Endgame, number three, Terminator, number two, Back to the Future, and number one, Edge of Tomorrow. And my list was number five, Deadpool 2, number four, uh, Back to the Future, number three, Avengers Endgame, number two, Palm Springs, and number one, T2. All right, solid. And bubble movies? Do we announce bubble movies oh, here? Right, I guess bubble. we can talk about yeah, the bubble yeah. now. Um... For myself, uh, I had two movies on the bubble. I could have very easily had like five or six. Um, you had a list of like thirty-one movies. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, just two. I want to talk. Two are definitely on my bubble. I want to talk about three real quick though. Um, sure. The two on the bubble. The first one's Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. Solid. It's the first good Harry Potter movie. Yes, to use sure. the time travel yeah. to save Buckbeak, but the first two are. World building is Chris Columbus, their kids' movies. Number three was Alfonso Cuaron, and like shit gets real with number three. Oh, that was him? Yeah. It just oh, feels I didn't know that. like a different movie and a way better movie. And as a fan of the books, after the first two movies, you're like, oh man, I really hope these don't suck. I know they're making a lot of money. I gotta watch five more of these. <laughs> but then like the third one comes out, you're like, okay, 
we got a plan here. This is going to get good. I feel like there's such a huge jump in the sheer skill of the acting between the three kids. Because, like, they, they, my understanding, and or at least what I was told when I was a kid, was that they didn't hire actors. They hired people who wanted to act and looked like the characters from the book. Like, Daniel Radcliffe didn't have an act. It wasn't didn't have an acting background. He thought he looked like Harry Potter. Decided to try out, and they were like, "Yes." They just threw the glasses on him and were like, "Yes, you." There were there's a major child casting call for the for the main trio. Okay. Uh, J.K. Rowling had final say over every actor in the movie, and she wanted all British people. That's the, really like the like the only thing. But uh, yeah, the kids were relatively unknown. I I, I guess. Um, but they also felt like kid actors, which makes yeah, the first movie yeah. really like blah. Well, there's a lot of looking around and ooing and eyeing, which gets annoying. Yeah, <laughs> it really does. But I guess if you're a kid going to a magical castle for the first time, you're going to do that. Sure. So. Um, the other one I want to talk about, Safety Not Guaranteed. That's what I thought was going to be your five. Okay. It was on there initially. I just I just can't really do it. The time travel doesn't really happen. Or does it? <laughs> like, you don't know. Yeah. It's ambiguous. So the premise of this movie is there's a guy. He has an advertisement in a local paper saying he's looking for a companion to go time to travel with him in time. Your safety is not guaranteed. So, uh, I think it's an internet uh, site picks up on this and they want to interview the guy and find out what he's all about. And um, it's, a, it's a female. She kind of develops a relationship with the guy. They become friends. And I don't want to spoil it for, for what happens at, at the end of the movie. But it's kind of like mind-blowing. Like, the movie is very enjoyable. It's really more like a friendship story like the whole time. And then this happens and the movie ends. You're like, whoa, that was great. Yeah. So have to watch it. It's, I have not seen this one. It's the indiest time travel oh, movie I've ever seen. Super yeah. indie. But uh, yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. I think it's on Netflix. Okay. I think it's been think on it's, Netflix. It's been on Netflix for, for like four years at this point. Longer yeah, than yeah, that. Yeah. I, yeah, saw oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I probably saw it like five, six years ago. Yeah, oh. so, and uh, the main character is um, Pete from uh, Mark, the League. Mark Duplis. Oh, yeah. cool. Or uh-huh. Duplis. I don't ever know how to pronounce his name. I don't know why he has a, and minor spoiler, he has a fake ear. I don't know. It doesn't come into play at all. <laughs> In the, in the movie. They just keep bringing up the fact that he has a fake ear. It she notices it, and it's a rubber ear, and it's like it's not like a big deal. It's just yeah. like it's like all right, that was a choice. Okay, <laughs> yeah, there's a weird right. thing. Um, and then this didn't make my bubble, but I do want to mention as a time travel movie, Galaxy Quest. I thought you were going to put that on your list based I, on the conversation we had last week. I forgot there was time travel. In I feel it's the best use of time travel I've ever gotten in a movie. But I don't feel it's a time travel movie because you can only travel back one time and for thirteen seconds. And it's the, the, the comment that they make is, what the hell could you possibly accomplish in 13 seconds? And they save someone's life with it. And yeah. So it, they pretty much save, like, an entire alien race's existence with it. So it's, it's, it's pretty cool. No one thinks of it as a time travel movie, but it's, it's just, it's, stu- it's stuck with me. Didn't quite make my bubble because, again, it's a 13-second time travel moment. But I do like the use of time travel in it. My bubble movies where you talked about Looper, so that was going to be short. And the other one is just something I feel bears mentioning because it's a straight-up comedy, but it's time travel, and it's really good. Hot Tub Time Machine. Uh, yep. Maybe yep. Made the was, it, it, was, it was on the outside of my bubble. Just barely on the outside of my bubble. I was trying to finagle. I'm like, how can I justify putting this on the list? And I, was, I just couldn't. I couldn't either, yeah. but it's but fucking I, I great. I wanted it to get representation somewhere in the show. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. That was a, That's a... It's fun as hell. Apparently the second one's not great, but the first one's very good. Great White Buffalo. Great, great White Buffalo. Buffalo. <laughs> what? What did you say? Uh, my two uh, bubble movies, and this could have been 
the bowl was almost harder than the actual list because I had to decide ones. I had to decide whether they were be good on my list or if I just wanted to make them in the bubble so that I could talk about them. If that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I decided to go with the talk about point. Not necessarily that they would make my list. Number one is about time. Yeah. I, I wanted to watch that for this. And it's, I never got to. It's a, That's the Don McGleason one. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's a fun movie. It's good. It's got that. I mean, if you know me, you know I love romance movies. I quote unquote chick flick movies. I fucking love these movies. I yeah, I was making your list for sure. It was so close. It was so close. And it was like. If that sits at five, then Endgame has to come off, and I don't want Endgame to come off. So that's Wouldn't Deadpool staying. come off? I would have kept Deadpool on. Really? Yeah. Okay. I would have put. I would have put. I would have kept Deadpool on because I felt like Deadpool two had less of a chance of making another list. That's fair. So I was like, I feel like Endgame is going to be somewhere in there. So um, I couldn't do it. I couldn't pull the trigger on it. It's not that same caliber of movie of movies of the ones that like the ones that we talked about. Um, but it's still a great movie. The cast is awesome. It's a good watch. It's it's fun. If you haven't seen it yet, it's on Netflix right now. Yeah, I, I almost watched it for this, so I'm yeah. probably still going to watch it. You should. At it's, some it's, point. I, I enjoy the fuck out of that movie. Um, I, sorry. No, Wait, go. Don't continue. It's totally off the Okay. okay. Uh, my other bubble movie, um, The Matrix. I have been in fights and debates about this since I found out that it was a topic. My wife disagrees. A lot of my friends disagree. I think I disagree with you. A lot of you disagree with me. I consider it the a first time movie. Yes, I consider it a time travel movie. I've never thought of it that way, but I'm not saying you're wrong flat out. All I'm saying is that the movie starts and he is in the year 1999. He takes a pill and all of a sudden he wakes up in 2199. If your consciousness is going back and forth between two different times. How is that not time travel? Well, because 1999 doesn't exist. It's a simulation. It is a simulation, but his consciousness still goes to that time. I understand what you're saying. I don't necessarily agree with it. Yeah. But I understand the point you're making. Gotcha. Okay. If I'm playing a VR World War II game, I'm not traveling back in time. But they should make a VR okay, World so War then, II game. So by <laughs> that, by, that'd be awesome. By that stand, by the by that standard, then the Assassin's Creed series isn't a time travel series either. Well, the character is traveling in time. No, the character is sitting, laying down in the machine, mm-hmm. and her consciousness is going back in time to another body. But, it's the same thing. But his actions have repercussions to affect the timeline that he's currently in. No, he has to sink. He's supposed to sink. Like if you in the original Assassin's Creed, if you went out and oh, you did you something, yeah, yeah. if you deviate, you got desynchronized because you messed up the timeline. But you're just reliving the life, killing people though. Right, I mean, you're, you're killing people that that this assassin already though, killed. Yeah, game. it's all memory. Okay, we've gone down to a weird place. We but, have, you know, it's it's kind of interesting. Which is what time travel yeah. does to us. It always does. Um, travel's rough. Yeah, nonstop. for sure. Another use that's very similar to your Galaxy Quest one that came to my head while you were explaining it. Um, the Zemeckis cube in um, oh, Ready Player One. Play, Ready, Ready Player yeah. One yeah, does the same thing. It, it resets at sixty seconds. Mm-hmm. Same type of use, and it's a great use. Yeah, I, mean, I would I, like I, to I, amend my list. No kidding. Yeah. Uh, I was just going to ask you how yeah. close X Men: Days of Future Past came. Ah, uh, it almost bubbled. Like, okay. I had the original first draft list I made; it was on it, mm-hmm. and then I was just like, "But I'd rather put Deadpool two on the list." Again, so. reason I put Deadpool two on my list is because I assumed that Days of Future Past would have made yours. So. Interesting. Well, well, gamesmanship. I, I just want good representation of a lot of different. No, that's movies. fair. 
But, I mean, it turned out that that <laughs> blew up in my face on this one. At the end of the day, it should be our five movies to pick. Uh, I agree. Yeah, yeah so, you're I mean, right. I think as we get more comfortable, we'll yeah. branch out into... We're going to be chalky early on, but as, as we progress... I think See, I didn't think I was that chalky outside of Back to the Future and Terminator. It just happened that we had a lot of commonality. It's true. Anyway. So those are the lists. Those are the bubble movies. And now we are on to... The part you've all been waiting for, the madness. And here's how this is going to work, guys. So we are going to pick five movies at random. We are not worrying about representation. If your movie makes it, great. If it doesn't, say la vie. So five movies will be drawn. And then we will, as a group, try to compile the final five movies into a top five. Each one of us gets a singular veto. And along with that veto, each one of us has written down on a piece of paper a uh, protected movie. So if, for example, I try to veto uh, Matt's number two, and Matt's number two is a protected movie, I have lost my veto, and it stays on the list. I think that's more so or less it. complicated than last time. A little sure bit. Is. So here we go. Let's pick our, our five movies at random. Shake it. Gingerly. That's it. Only twice. 30 uh, times you're playing with yourself. I didn't realize I was picking first. Yeah, I'm not picking It's just up. us two picking them. Let's try to look in. First one is Joe 3. Joe 3. So Terminator. Cool. I don't know where to put this down so it doesn't make noise, so I'll put it on my leg. My four. Which is Avengers Back to the Future. Back to the Future, yep. Okay. Next up. Joe 5, Deadpool 2. Alright. See if I can pull a, a Matt one here. I can pull a Matt one here. Matt 4. Matt 4 is back to the future. Right, so, so, new pick. New pick. But I'm on the board, so I'm happy. My number 1. Which is Terminator 2. Wow. Both wow. Terminators. Okay. I was really hoping to pull a Me 2, not a Me 1. So, it's the last pick. Potentially. Potentially. Corey 3. Motherfucker. Endgame. Oof. Son of a bitch. Alright, that's it. I'm so torn. What? Deciding to veto this or not. I'm no, not, I guess not. I'm not using yeah. veto. Is that all five? That's, that's all that's five. That's all five. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So the five we gotta pick from to order is uh, Deadpool 2. Terminator, Terminator 2, Avengers Endgame, and Back to the Future. Fuck, well, you should have... It's a solid we, list. You should have vetoed my number one, though. So we have commonality on for all three of us for Endgame and Back to the Future. Endgame was my five. It was Corey's three. It was Joe's four. Back to the Future was Corey's four, my four, and Joe's two. So it's a four, four, two versus a... Three, four, five. So three, four, five is 12. Four, four, two is 10. So Back to the Future should be one in that scenario. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm fine with that. It, it is the classic, one of the classic. Yeah. Again, like what time Matt was saying, movies. like when you heard time travel moves, was where's your where'd your yeah. head go? Exactly. Back to the Future. So we want to put in game at two. Then? That's that's it. That's uh, we're gonna have to, right? That's the only other. Yeah. One with all of us in mind. Yeah. I'm fine with that too. And I would imagine all the other ones have two person commonality. Let's see. Uh, except for Terminator Two. I oh, yeah, I'm right. the only one that had Terminator 2. Solo, it is your number one. 
Let's table that for now. Yeah, no, that's that's fair. I mean, Terminator was my three and Joe's three. So number three, three on the list. But But that that would be putting my number one below y'all's number three. But we can put your number one above the Deadpool two, which is both of your fives. Which does make sense. I'm actually, I'm still okay with that. I still think that Terminator. I mean, Terminator probably should come first because without Terminator, we don't get Terminator two, and then Deadpool two is we had in common at five, so that makes sense. Yeah. All right, that's the list, boys. All right. I'm going to read it off. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, number five, Deadpool 2. Number four, Terminator 2. Back to back sequels. Number three, Terminator. Number two, Avengers Endgame. Another sequel. And <laughs> the number one time travel movie, according to Five Movie Madness, is Back to the Future. As a verbal contract, by listening to this, you recognize that that's your top five. Yep, I <laughs> think that's, that's how it goes now. <laughs> Back to the Future should be number one. Yeah, no, it's, it's the end of the day. It makes the most yeah. sense. And I like this style, too, because even though I didn't have a represented poker chip, three of my movies got on there. Yeah. So I mean, with a movie with this, again, with this much yeah. commonality, we're bound to get a lot of movies on It's going to get trickier in the future when sure. we have less overlap. Which I can't wait for. I really can't wait for one where the madness comes out. <laughs> My question for you guys is, what were your protections? Palm Springs. That would have been my veto. So that's, yep. that's a good choice. Okay. Mine was Edge of Tomorrow. Which would have been my veto. I Which had a feeling. Great. Good. All right. Then we sunk up. Yeah. Because I think, I don't know, this is just my prediction. From knowing you, your number one is going to be your protected one more often than not, I feel. My number one, I mean, I'm not going to tell you my, okay. my yeah. thought process, mm-hmm. but some it's certainly sometimes going to be my protect. And my protection was Avengers Endgame, only because okay. I know Corey has a problem with the time travel aspect. That I have, you're going to take a stand. Man, I have a problem with Steve Rogers showing up. He doesn't fucking belong there. Send the shield with a note, goddammit. It's actually really funny because Deadpool 2 is almost my protect. Nice. I was I, like, if this comes up, it'll be really funny. I want, I actually watched YouTube videos this afternoon explaining the <laughs> the the cap okay. old man cap in the future just so I could defend myself <laughs> in, in preparation. I can't wait to, till we go up. off air and you defend it because there's a good reason I'll I'll allow it. And We're like, gonna be here for another hour sure. after I press yeah, stop. <laughs> it's fine. It's Friday. It's fine. That's true. All right. So we just got tease next week. We do. That's right. That's still my job because I'm still technically the host today. Technically. Technically. Uh, Technically. And that's it from 5 Movie Madness. We hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, at some point, we're going to have social media that we'll plug here. But sure will. Today is not that day. Boom. It's 5MovieMadness at gmail.com and at 5MovieMadness on Twitter. And both of those use the number 5. Perfect. <laughs> Next Boom. week. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Next week, we are going on to our third episode, which means that... We are going to do threequels. That is a third movie in a in a franchise. Third movie in a franchise. Does not need to be the last. Just needs to be the third. Needs to have at least three movies. Yep. But that should be pretty self-explanatory. Sure. sure. But, like, you think trilogy and you think the end. Yeah, yeah. But, you know. It could have... It could be Fast and Furious. They have eight movies. That's ridiculous. Quick tease. For this one, I wrote down... <laughs> 800... 895 movies, I'm, I'm guessing. Are you counting how many threequels you wrote down? 33. 33, 33 threequels? threequels? That I've seen. <laughs> what the 
fuck? That, okay. is, that was a tongue twister of epic proportions. It was. Three sequels? Yeah. <laughs> I think that's what I said. That's a lot of threequels. Yeah, 33. I mean, I had like four come up like right out the gate, but I would kind of stop there. And I think we're going to have quite a bit of commonality with this Probably. one. Just, just from going through it. It's entirely possible. There's, there's one thing I know I need to watch for this. I'm not going to tell you what it is, but mm. there's one I definitely need to watch it because I'm pretty sure it's going to make your guys' list. This one's also subject to change, too, because, um, yeah, they, they all are. I make an initial yeah, yeah. list, well, and yeah, I'm yeah. like, ah, I don't know. Constantly <laughs> changing your mind. The more you look at your list, the more you're like, yeah, maybe I should tear those apart and try again. Exactly. So, But that's it from all of us here in the studio to Joe. <laughs> Trying to remind you guys. You know what? No, I'm not going to say that because it's not fucking true. There's at least one movie that is not someone's favorite movie. Oh, it's true, my friend. I refuse to accept it. Thanks, everybody.